Does this job cause physical ailments to those of us working in this industry? You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of The Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. I'm Amber Price, and I am joined by my colleagues, Jay Lane and Liz Throp. And we are discussing this industry, people that work in this industry, and the possibility of it causing physical ailments. Now, I know, (laughs) I don't know about you ladies, but I know for certain that I have so much energy flowing through me at all times that I... 1000% believe that it affects my physical body. And when I was little, I had so many issues with my physical health. So many, I have had my appendix out when I didn't need to, I have had things manifest the energy manifesting into physical issues like, you know, injuries or ulcers, or yes, I had an ulcer at 12 years old. (laughs) How does that happen? This, this is, these are things that, you know, my poor parents, honest to God, because they came to every doctor's appointment with me. They, my mother left work and did, you know, went to the hospital with me all night and no sleep and still went to work the next day. Cause that's what she needed to do for our family. And it was very difficult to express what it was I was feeling because what it sounded like was an array of symptoms, so many symptoms that the doctors were like, well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be anything. There's such, you know, for the most part, headaches, dizziness, um, muscle fatigue, you know, things like lack of concentration, all of those things sounded like it could be anything. So I was going through test after test after test to try to figure out what was wrong. So when I was I still remember this day I was picked up from the hospital from my mother. I had just finished a four hour volunteering as a candy striper. And the first thing my mom said was, Amber, the doctor called, you have an ulcer. And I went, wait, what is that? Like I, it was the first, like, Oh yes, something is wrong. And they found it. And I know, and I'm on my way to feeling better to what is that? And, and then my mom explained what it was. And she said, it took so long to get a diagnosis because, you know, back in that day, and this really isn't that far long ago, this was a 45 year old man disease, like, or an issue. This wasn't a 12 year old girl issue. So they didn't even think of trying to find that or look for that. And so when they did find it and I was able to understand you know, my body is processing energy at such an amazingly infinite rate that I was being affected because one of the things is, is when I have a high amount of energy going through my body, I can't eat. And so I've talked about this many times before I have a not great relationship with food because of the energy I process through my body at all times. So I have to be very intentional in how I eat, how I drink, I don't put anything in my body that's like not going to be for the highest good unless I feel like I want it at that moment. Then I know I'm intentionally choosing. 
But back then it was all about digestion and all about me processing energy in that way through my solar plexus chakra. So the energy is coming in and out of that at all times. And I, of course, as an empath, you store energy. So for me, it was all about my digestive system and, and all of the things that were going wrong in there. So physically started the process of healing that. And I did, and I healed it and it was wonderful. But what I learned about myself at a really young age was that was my indicator when I started to feel something in my belly was when I knew I was receiving energy, I wasn't processing properly. And if I didn't process it properly or effectively or as quickly as I should, I was going to be up against more health issues, more tests, more nights in the hospital. And, and I didn't want that. And also how do you at 12, 13, 14 years old, explain to people, wait a minute, I know what's wrong with me. I know I'm getting too much energy because I'm psychic because I'm a psychic being, because nobody back then, especially back then would have been like, like, I can't even, I'm going through my mind of like how they would have processed that or how they would have reacted to it. And it it wouldn't have been well received. And to be completely honest, I'm going to pass this over to Liz in a second, but to be completely honest with you at this point in my life, I am very well aware of what physical ailments are causing me. Actually, as a matter of fact, just today, I was telling Liz and Jay, right, ladies, that there was so much energy flowing through me that I was getting dizzy. And we should just side note mention and remind everybody, we are not here to diagnose anybody. We are not medical professionals. Of course, if you have a medical issue, you go to see a medical professional. But for me, I already know this. So when I'm processing too much energy and it's stuck in there, I'm going to get dizzy because my crown chakra is overloaded. Like I'm getting what I know I need to know, but I'm not releasing it. So I know these things about my body now and, but I still will not share that with medical professionals. So if I get to the point that I do need to see a doctor or do have to go to the hospital for anything, I'm not saying, hi, my name is Amber and I'm a psychic. And I think I have stored energy in here. I am not doing that. I'm not getting involved in that conversation, right? Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall if you did, though. I mean, that (laughs) would be hysterical. Can you imagine? (laughs) And I'm not going to, and you know, and if it organically comes up, then great. It might organically come up, but I'm not going to leave with that. But what I do know is I'm empowered enough to know what I'm processing through my body that's going to cause physical ailments. And if there's a weak part of my body, that for sure is going to be the first thing I hit. It's like when you know you're fearful of moving forward in life and you've got a weak ankle and you keep banging it off the, the, the door. Like <laughs> it's always the thing that's the weakest that you seem to irritate the most. So, so Liz, what about you? Like I am obviously strongly convicted that yes, this does cause physical issues with my body, but what about you? Oh, 100%. And you know, we're kind of twinning Amber. I was told at the age of 10 that I had an ulcer in my stomach. And here's the funny thing. So, you know, you may have noticed as a child, um, and, and a lot of the stuff that we share with you guys, just so you know, is, is like, not all of it, you might not resonate with all of it, but you might resonate with some parts of it. For me, I was a puker. <laughs> so first day of school, I was puking, you know, report card time, I was puking, it was always the high level of energy of the collective right? So the whole school was buzzing. I felt it. I was puking. The whole school was getting a report card. They were happy, sad, scared, whatever. I was puking. If I was got graduation, I, I remember shopping for my graduation dress and puking over a whole like 
a whole rack of, of dresses. And my mother turned to her and said, I'm so sorry. She does this whenever, you know, things are exciting, positive or negative. She does this. So I had been doing this consistently and I couldn't, I, I didn't ever feel ill. I just, it would just overcome me. So I had to learn to settle myself down. And that was the whole grounding process, but I didn't realize I was doing it. So I guess I must have naturally figured out a way to do that because I don't do that puking thing anymore. But um, definitely my body has been affected by this line of work for sure. So, you know, I hear very commonly thyroid issues are a big problem for um, folks like us. And Amber had alluded to forgetting to eat and um, not being able to control her, her eating. It can also go the other way. Um, and I, you see this in a lot of us. I'm one of the poster children for this, but overweight, gain, gaining weight. Um, and I've, I've always kind of thought of it as, you know, because I don't really, um, I don't know how to put it to you this way. Like, so I have a thyroid issue, but that's not an excuse for my weight. Obviously, the food that I'm putting in my mouth is the thing, but I have noticed that I've constantly always held weight my whole life. There's never been a time that I haven't held extra weight. And I'm wondering um, if it wasn't attributed to me holding myself, like grounding myself. It was a way for me to physically ground myself, the extra weight, keeping me heavy, yes. keeping me down. Right? Yes, Liz, that is yes. what I always say is like you, because I just, yes, yes, I believe a thousand percent that that's what, that's what we do is we eat to ground and we yes. will always go with the things that are the heaviest density, right? So you've yes. got, you know, the carbs and the sugars and the things, right? Yes. Because I do that too. It, I do that too to ground. I will think, okay, I'm floaty. I feel like I need to have more strength. I need to be more grounded. So I'm going to just grab this piece of bread or I'm going to grab this chocolate bar and then I'm going to grab. So yes, because energy, all that energy. And I was just going to add, because of course we're sharing everything apparently. So I, you were vomiting, right? <laughs> but I was the other end. So if I have too much energy, I end up getting stomach cramps and I'm getting diarrhea. Oh so I, I totally feel for you about the vomiting because I know right now that if my stomach starts to, to starts to shift, like, oh man, I need to release that energy. So I can't wait to find out what you actually did to get rid of this and ground yourself. Like, <laughs> so you're, you stopped puking at every exciting moment. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And, and I, you know, I can't honestly tell you that it was one specific thing. I think I became an awareness that I was tuning into other people's stuff, but not on the level that I'm at today, right? Like as a child, when I was told like you that I had this ulcer, that it was a grown man's disease, right? It wasn't a little girl, 10 year old girl's disease. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of, it made me sort of stop in my tracks and, and I sort of thought to myself, Am I, am I doing this? Cause they said it's caused from stress and that's what gives you this ulcer. So I started to align with my stress in, in that moment, like, but I didn't know how I was doing it, but I, I somehow or other got myself to, to kind of lasso it all, pull it in and, and analyze it and release it without having the, the toxicity of constantly vomiting. So it was, it was a, it was a conscious awareness which I think we all get fed through our years, 
by our spirit team, right? They, they bring us into awareness. And, and so another thing I want to talk about for us uh, specifically is retaining water. And I'm also hearing the fibromyalgia word being thrown out. And, and again, right? It is, it is that, um, I call it the unicorn disease because they gave it to me and I'm like, well, what causes it? We don't know. Um, what, what's the, like, what are the symptoms? Well, there's multiple symptoms, but it's not, everybody gets all of them. And, and how do we fix this? We don't know. And, and again, it's that stress level of stress. Um, you know, we are, we're taking on a lot with this industry. We're taking on and we're packing on a lot of other people's stuff, specifically their energy, their sadness, their overwhelm, the, uh, the intensity of the stuff that we're dealing with. So it's not surprising. And, I'm, and I, when I call it the unicorn disease, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because trust me, I feel it in my body. It exists. The pain really does exist. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's like I'm wondering if this is just par for the course but then I, we want to hear what Jay has to say. So Amber, what were you? Yes. Jay's like the, the perfect model citizen today. She's just waiting patiently <laughs> and I keep interrupting. <laughs> I'm good with it. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about the fibromyalgia because I had that. And here's the thing is that I've learned is, um, so with fibromyalgia, anybody who has it or thinks they have it would probably recognize that as soon as something touches you, um, you start to get almost like an electrocution shock through your body or everything feels tired and sore. Like you, you know, maybe you just got up to, to go to the restroom and now all of a sudden you feel like your whole body has just done like a 75 kilometer workout. Um, so there's a lot of different ways your body will process, but basically ultimately it's like a chronic pain and chronic fatigue kind of thing. Um, for me, what was happening? So my husband is super huge with his energy like super huge, the most amazing person, biggest, you know, heart on his sleeve. However, he shares his energy with me wholeheartedly, no filter, like no golden back. So if he comes towards me, as soon as I see him walking towards me, sometimes I'm already, okay, I'm ready. Like I, I, my body is ready. I am ready to hold because what's happening is I'm feeling his energy coming at me. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, panic. Like I have to like, get like, I have to brace myself. This is what I'm doing. And so when he touches me, even just touches my hand, what happens is it's like an electrocution going through my hand and it's the weirdest thing. And so I would be so disappointed because my, so this is my mother said to me one day, cause my husband's a hugger and my mom always makes sure she gives him a hug when she leaves. And I said one day to her years ago, what about me? And she said, you don't like hugs. And I said, whoa, like, whoa. Um, that was like a self-realization moment because I thought to myself, do I not like hugs? Like people think I don't like hugs. Like they think I look closed off. Like they can't hug me. And then it just happened. It was like my crown opened up, my soul, my heart opened up, everything opened up. And I immediately recognized that I was reacting and embracing for so long that it was before my husband even came along, that it was with my parents, with my whoever. Um, so it was that moment where I said, oh no, it's the energy. It's the energy of being touched, having someone else in my aura. So what I did for that was I still have fibromyalgia. I still have chronic pain. Um, but what I do is I breathe. 
So if any one of you are out there and you're like, I know what you're talking about. I don't want anyone near me. I can't even sit and cuddle with anybody. Like it's just too much. You have to consciously breathe through that. So inhaling through your nose, exhale through your mouth or whatever, or slow in through the nose, slow out through the nose. And the major thing here is if you're not moving your body, you have to kind of get past this hump of, oh God, this is going to suck. But once you get past that hump and you keep moving your body, what's happening is all the energy that you're actually absorbing or that's in your aura, it actually gets expelled, right? Because you need to consciously expand your energy, but you also have to do that knowing you still have to participate in life, right? So, so how I got through this was I'm going to get up and walk more often through the day. I'm going to make sure I have a ton of water so that my energy is not as dense all the time. I'm going to get outside and stand in the fresh air. I'm going to absorb, you know, the, the sun and I'm going to listen to the trees. And so when I was doing that, I was, what I was doing was I was diverting the energy. So instead of holding it all in now or being like, okay, I got to brace for impact because someone's going to touch me. sucked especially when I heard my mom say I didn't like hugs I was like oh my god my whole heart um which now has since been rectified we all figured this out at that moment but thank god for her because if she hadn't said that to me I wouldn't have had that awareness of whoa like no I I love hugging you I love hugging everybody I just don't want to get hurt and I don't want to feel hurt um but when I recognized that it was almost me while I'm bracing resisting their energy flow. So what I understand is when I'm bracing, because I know I'm going to get that kind of electrocution, I'm calling it like we're not really electrocuted, but so now instead by breathing, when someone's entering into my aura or touching me, I'm allowing that energy to flow through and around and out of me instead of, I know this is wrong. I need to resist it. And that's causing that collision. So hopefully that may help someone because for me now I can be touched and loved and hugged and I can squeeze and, you know, yes, it will hurt sometimes because, you know, I have chronic pain, but for the most part, it's no longer like, Oh, I I can't touch her. She's too fragile. (laughs) Oh, I love that Amber. I think that's so great. And it's so true. We do get a lot of ailments because of that. We do suffer all kinds of different things with myself growing up. I didn't have an ulcer. But I was very gifted at a very young age, and I suffered a near drowning accident. And I was at the hospital quite a bit. But I started going to the hospital for different reasons and to different doctors, because my mother and my father thought there was something wrong with me at first. My mother said I was gifted. My father said, no, she's crazy. So they took me to a doctor who said, no, there's nothing wrong with your daughter. She's not schizophrenic. She's not anything like that. Because people do think that there's something wrong with you sometimes. And especially when you're younger, I get emails all the time from people saying there's something wrong with my daughter. I think she's too sensitive to this. Or I think she's picking up this. And kids especially, there's nobody to really tell us that this is right or this is wrong or this is real or this is not real or you know there was I I was so thankful I had a psychic mother because she was able to help me you know ground myself at a very young age to protect my emotions because we tend to also take things so emotionally personal especially when we're younger because we're not mature enough to really understand what we're supposed to do with this gift. I mean, I was busier as a teenager trying to figure out why I could do the things I could do or freaking out other kids, but I didn't realize that that energy was really hanging on to me. And it did. So the thing is, it does cause us ailments, but I think what 
you know, moving from the past and moving forward, we take on other people's energies, especially as empaths empaths and and the thing is if if i'm sitting with someone and they have a headache i get a headache if someone has a sore leg i get a sore leg and it's to get rid of that after to know that it's not yours and and to really kind of get rid of that energy and how do you do that because you also have emotions you know you feel so sorry for that person that they're suffering because you got to experience 25 seconds of it because spirit will all of a sudden give you this pain out of nowhere. And it's like, what the heck just happened to me? So the thing is, it's to kind of get rid of that after. And sometimes you don't have time because you're going from client to client. Then the end of the day, life gets busy. You got to make supper. You have to go out. You have to do groceries. You have to do all kinds of things. And then next thing you know, the end of the week, you've been running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And then you're feeling all of this like, oh, my God, I'm so damn exhausted. Excuse my French. But the thing is, I'm ready to fall on my face sometimes, you know, because I've taken on all this energy and I'm bad. I don't have time to clear every freaking day. Excuse me. But I don't. I have so much to do. Some days I don't have lunch. Some days I don't have supper. And some weekends I work weekends on end. And people say, well, why would you working so much? Well, the thing is, A, it's just my business practice. I do a lot behind the scenes and I'm always looking forward to the future. But also with the things I feel, I get things done because it's what inspires me to help other people get rid of their own bobos. So the thing is, it does, it exhausts you. The other thing that's very exhausting if you're in this industry and you're doing events like Amber and Liz do, is when you're going out there, you're you know, in front of 100, 150 people, sometimes even more, all of that energy, all of that excitement, all of a sudden has come crashing down on your shoulders. After a show, and I've been traveling all day, I am exhausted, but I'm so wound up that I can't get to sleep till three or four in the morning. And then I get to sleep, but then I have to get up at 6am to drive to the next town for four hours. Then I have radio interviews and different things. And then I'm going, oh, my God. So when I get home, I am in a coma for three days. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. I don't want any human interaction. I need to unwind and I need to release and let go. And I don't have time to do it when I'm on tour because I'm so busy. So the thing is, what I now do is when I come home, I unpack all my stuff and I get rid of it right away because it needs to be gone. I cannot look at my stuff sitting there for a week because it stresses me out. I do my laundry. I do everything that I have to do. And then the next two days are mine. My assistant knows right away. Don't book me on a Monday if if I just did a Saturday because I need those two days to rejuvenate. And so I do that. I do a lot of like just mindful, quiet I watch TV, I go for walks, I connect with friends, but I can't talk about anything stressful, or I don't want to hear about problems. So I make it very clear. Hi, I'm just calling to check up. Hi, how you doing? Great. Listen, I only got a few minutes. I got to go. What's new? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. And people will keep it really positive because they don't want to get into all their problems if you only got a few minutes. So I've learned to kind of um, train myself, I guess, to yes and no, I don't want to hear much more than that. And, and just ask open ended questions like that. And, and the thing is that I move on. So the thing is, we get these phantom pains, we get these sometimes ailments. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I get so exhausted sometimes that I, I just I can't even think. 
You know, I can't even think. It's like if you ask me to make a decision today, <laughs> sucks to be you because you're not getting an answer. Totally so, agree, Andrea. Totally agree. I just I can't do it. Liz, you can awesome. Write, right? It's so true though. You can't yeah, I, you can't make it happen. It's just there's nothing there for you to give anymore. So yeah, like don't force me for something, it's not gonna come. <laughs> And so then what I do too, is I make sure I eat really well, because on the road, there's certain foods I just can't eat. Everything is fried. And the thing is, sometimes it's not up to like what I like, but most restaurants are all fast food. So I try to find like little different things. Like there's certain fast foods that have baked potatoes or like grilled chicken sandwiches. So I get rid of the bread and I eat my grilled chicken with my veggies. So I really watch when I get home, though, it's like my shakes, my vitamins, and just like really kind of topping myself up and making sure that I'm nutritionally supported, you know, and I try to stay really healthy. But you know, it can pile up on you, you know, you, you I know when I travel, sometimes I always say, okay, I've got to bring my, my five pound extra pants, you know, because sometimes you do eat certain things and you don't want to be driving with, you know, with all this tight clothes on. So <laughs> it's just a real roller coaster, but I love it. But, you know, if you asked me, would I change jobs for it? Never, not in a million years, no matter how exhausted. I just love people so much. And both of you can agree to this. You just love your job and love people so much. And just the vibration of everything is just so uplifting that all the ailments that come around with it is really just quite a reward to and to attest really that you're making a difference somehow in this world. So that's the way I look at it. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. You know, it's the, it's conversations like this that help us all understand that we all have to deal with things differently. And I think that's what life's about anyway, right? We have to figure out how to manage energy better. If we manage our energy better, we understand mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, all of these things are so connected and inclusive. And, and the thing is, is that you don't have a choice. You have to embrace it and head hit it head first, because that's where we start to get those issues that become unmanageable, right? Like if we ignore it or avoid it, or don't take any accountability at all for our own energy or for how we manage energy, then we're just going to continue to go into this deep, deep hole or spiral. Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree. I would never, ever change this at all. I would never change what I'm doing. It's just a matter of getting into your energy, knowing how to process it, doing all these healthy tips that Liz, Jay, and myself had provided for you. And if you want us to give you more information, please visit our website because the psychicassociates.com has a bunch of beautiful resources and we can help you if you need help to understand how to manage your own energy so that you can live in balance. 